Do you have friends who would like to get their kids out of public school but haven't because they feel overwhelmed by the thought of homeschooling? Do you wish you could give them what they need? This is the topic of today's episode on the Dorenda Wilson podcast. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dorenda, wife to one for 33 years, mom to eight, Nana to 10, and 28-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. All three of those books can be found on Amazon. They can also be found at my website, DorendaWilson.com. And the four-hour school day can be found at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. If you are interested in getting a free digital download of a devotional that I wrote to accompany the four-hour school day, all you have to do is click on the link I'm going to include in the show notes. And it's yours. It's a digital download. And all you're doing is signing up for my monthly newsletter. So I hope you'll do that. I also want to remind you that I will be at a small event in Prosser, Washington this Saturday, July 29th called Schooling at Home Symposium. I will leave a link in the show notes. Some moms have had questions about what is this? This looks like it's at someone's residence. Well, it is. It is actually at my brother's house. My brother and my sister-in-law, they have 11 kids and they've been homeschooling from the beginning. Um, They are hosting this event. They have a barn that they use for events. And so we're going to be hosting this in that event barn. So it'll be real personal and intimate. And I think you'll really enjoy it. So if you live in that area, please um, click on the link I'm going to include in the show notes and get the details. Um, I believe it's just from 10 to 3, so it's not a two-day event. It's just a part of one day, which can make it easier when you're trying to find childcare and all of that. So it does include lunch as well. So please uh, check that out. Again, I'll leave a link in the show notes. Okay, one last resource I want to share with you um, is a testimony that I got recently from a mom who uh, took the leap of faith and tried CTC math for her kids. She kept saying, she said, I kept hearing you talk about it on your super helpful and wonderful podcast. Thank you for that. She said, our lives are so much better with this incredible program. My kids beg to do their math lessons first, and it has freed me up to work with the other kids more intentionally because I'm not struggling to teach concepts to frustrated children. It is a wonder. I was planning to pay for a math tutor to come over to help, and now I don't have to search for one. Thank you. I've already told all of my homeschool mom friends. So moms, check out CTC Math at ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com, and I'll leave a link in the show notes for that as well. So taking a leap out of the public school can feel overwhelming for many parents who never thought they would even consider it. But what if there was a plan in place that would provide everything a parent needed to bridge that gap? Today, Gina Suarez is here to talk about this with us. Um, She is the publisher of the Old Schoolhouse Magazine and schoolhouseteachers.com. She and her husband, Paul, started the company back in 2001 while living in California with their four homeschooled children. Soon after forming the old schoolhouse, the Suarez family relocated to the foothills of the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee and had three more children whom they still homeschool. All seven always have always been homeschooling are homeschooled, and now Paul and Gina are helping homeschool their grandchildren in addition to working with churches around the country to encourage the members to remove their children from government schools in favor of pursuing biblical discipleship, church-based education, as pastors and elders start up schoolhouse communities within their churches. Gina, welcome. Thank you for being here today. 
Thank you, Dorinda. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm excited because I think I'm going to give a little bit of background to the listeners. Um, I am not on Facebook very much because Facebook tends to not be a very nice place. I don't really actually enjoy it very much. So, uh, but I happened to be on there and it seemed like every time I was on there, I was seeing a post um, that Gina had posted about this network they were starting and pastors they were meeting with. And, and, and so it was just getting more and more interesting to me as I kept seeing it. And I'm, you know, that's God, like he just does those kinds of things. And so I started reading more and more and I got super, super excited. I was like, you know what, this is this is something that has been such a need. And as I read through it, I was like, oh my goodness, our audience needs to know about this so that they can share it with um, with the people in their communities and with their churches and things like that. So Gina, I would like you to just sort of start by kind of at square one, share this plan that you and your husband have been presenting to pastors and elders. Yeah, I'd love to do that. And it's a very new plan, actually. This is a, a new network that is just starting up. And so schoolhouseteachers.com is a is an educational platform and it has over 400 courses, preschool through 12th grade, everything you need to graduate a homeschool kid. You can take them all the way through through high school and get them ready for college using the platform. And that platform has been around for 12 years, the magazine 23 years, but the schoolhouse teachers platform has been used by thousands of families, tens of thousands of families around the world at one time or another. In fact, we even had somebody contact us from jungles of Africa saying, Can mm. we, we're missionaries and we're teaching the kids here in the, the village and we have an internet signal. Could we, could we use it? And we just gave it to them and said, absolutely. Because oh, it's, great. it's a biblical worldview platform. And, but, you know, over time, obviously things do change. You know, we're always having to reintroduce ourselves to the next generation. There's new mm-hmm. mamas that are always coming into the homeschooling community and they're having to learn um, how to how to homeschool, what they should, what they should start with first for perhaps. And it's different than it was 30 something years ago when I mm-hmm. first started homeschooling. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the new mama, they, she loves um, short videos. She likes community. She, they love co-ops. They, they're, they're just a little bit of a different breed than how, how we homeschooled our own children. And so as a result, we thought it would be wonderful to have the schoolhouseteachers.com platform for them, but in com- a community setting where they are actually meeting kind of like a highly organized homeschool co-op. Mm-hmm. But the bigger, the bigger vision that my husband had was we've got to start getting pastors and churches to kind of wake up to the call of of biblical discipleship. And, and you know, pastors already are. They, they're seeing what's going on behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Mm-hmm. in the school system and their own congregants are coming up to them and saying, Hey, what do I do? You know, my, my son thinks he's a girl now, you know, just right. things like that, that are, it's terrible what's happening. The, the, those children are being discipled. They're being discipled mm-hmm. by their peers and by the, the, the administrators in those government schools. And so my husband thought, you know, there, and we're not the first to come up with it. There have been many leaders throughout the, um, just throughout homeschooling and, and throughout the decades even who have really been sounding that alarm to the church and saying the kids that are Christian, they don't belong in in these government institutions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say um, in one of the letters that you sent out, you were saying very few pastors still use the salt and light argument because it's just not a legitimate argument. Right. And yeah, it's indefensible at this point. It's just indefensible. And even 20 years ago when they were using that um, particular 
defense, people noticed it and they just, the the leaders in in the homeschool movement, especially would shake their head and say, oh man, they don't get it. It, Mm -hmm. You know, kids are not, they're not missionaries yet. They're going to go out into the world and do that later once they've been trained up in the way they should go. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because we just did an episode. I just did an episode with Israel Wayne on um, education. Does God have an opinion? Excellent. And, you know, he absolutely has an opinion and it's weaved all throughout scripture. And so you're right. It is indefensible to to believe that a Christian parent can justifiably keep their children in the public school system. And, you know, I used to say the same thing, like, oh, maybe, maybe every now and then there's an exception. You know, maybe there's a school that's particularly different, mm-hmm. but they've pretty much unified yeah. um, in terms of... Um, you know, the LBGTQ agenda, the critical race theory, all of that. And parents are waking up to it, but only because it has gotten so bad. Exactly. But it it has been, there's been all kinds of nefarious things permeated within that school system for decades. And so this is not a surprise. Um, I think the thing that just really blows my mind is the amount of just blatant, just absolutely blatant, you know, anti-God, just rebellion to God in his ways on every single front. And, you know, presenting drag queen mm-hmm. shows to our little ones. I mean, what? who is going to, if you can stand there as a believer and tell me that that's okay, I do question your salvation. <laughs> you know, I really would. And so I don't usually speak that strongly, but I think, you know, you and I were praying before we got started and, you know, just that whole idea that we care about our children, but we care about other people's children too, and specifically other believers' children. And so, you know, maybe what it's what it's going to take is that one last little nudge something like this that makes it doable makes it possible and for a parent to to take that leap you know i think this is what we're designed to do as the body of christ is to you know when when others become weary in the in the fight and they're and they're not you know, they're, they're just growing weary and worn down and we come alongside of them and, you know, lift them up and encourage them. And, and this is one way to do that, to say, look, we're on your side and we have, we have provision for you. We have community for, you know, in the way of curriculum and community, um, so that you can actually do this because we care about you and we care about your kids. That's right. And these new moms that are coming into the community, they, I, I love them. They are so different, and they, but they are so eager and ready and they want to homeschool their children. They want to educate mm-hmm. them with a high quality um, education and they're mm-hmm. looking, they're looking for those answers. And the neat thing too about the schoolhouse community is that we really encourage the church, the churches themselves to get involved. So when you look around the church today, you see a lot of gray hairs. It's we're losing the next generation, and that's mm-hmm. the reason why. Because so many, eighty-seven percent of churches have their children in the public school system, and we mm-hmm. are losing their hearts. And so you look around the landscape of the the Church of America today, and you see a lot of gray hairs. A lot of faithful people who have perhaps they are retired school teachers or retired physicians, or they they've got these skills and they have these lost arts almost to mm-hmm. to pass and they want to. And so we're finding that with this model, not only are the pastors getting excited about even coming in and teaching some of the theology courses that you'll find on schoolhouseteachers.com, but these wonderful 
retirees that are in the church, they're saying, how can we help? Can we be in the nursery? Can we come and help with mm-hmm. snacks? Can we actually, you know, I'm a, I'm a retired physician. Could I come and teach in your pre-med program? Because mm-hmm. we have that. And so it's really opening up relationship building for these new mamas that are coming into the community where not only the folks who have been homeschooling for a longer period of time, like myself, I've been homeschooling for 30 plus years because we had a lot of children. And so we're still there. There's a lot of moms that are still that are that have already graduated older children, but they still have their last few in. And mm-hmm. they want to take these younger moms in under their wing and say, here's how to do it. Let us help you. And and um, we're gonna we're gonna support you as well. So it's mm-hmm. it's great for community. And that's what the new homeschool mom wants. They want that community. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. So go into like an explanation of kind of um what would be just start from where you think is a good place to start to explain what you're explaining to the, the pastors and elders in terms of like, okay, this is this is how it works. And so that parents can get a really good sort of picture of, of what's going on with this um, this particular network. Right. And it is so new because again, this, the platform itself has been around for 12 years, but this network where we're going into churches and we're setting up these schoolhouses is extremely new where we're starting them in the fall, but they're being pulled together now. So for example, over the years, you know, my husband has had a real strong heart to speak with pastors about this very issue. He mm-hmm. has spoken for decades with with pastors just around the country and mm-hmm. he'll meet them at homeschool conferences or even just um, pastors in general. And it's always been the same thing. The, the Salton light or the they they're very um a little a lot of pushback like well we don't really want to do that in our churches because we've got um teachers there and school board parents there and we you know so it's been a difficult thing so here's what happened last month the southern baptist convention took place in um louisiana we were down in new orleans and my husband was behind the booth the homeschoolfreedom.com booth which is the alliance state board organizations Mm -hmm. um organization was there and my husband was behind the booth with them that was the only homeschool booth at that entire massive convention. And this, the Southern Baptist Convention is enormous. Mm. There are so many vendors there. Well, the Homeschool Freedom booth was the only homeschool one. And so I was a little apprehensive for my husband's sake. I just sure. I said, you know how it's going to be. You're not going to, it's going to be a ghost town. Um, these pastors, they're not, they're not there. You know, they, they are going to give you the same thing they've always kind of given you, which is um, no, you know, are, are just mm-hmm. not pushed back. And so we were shocked and amazed and it was the Lord. This this booth was so stormed and so stampeded by the pastors that were at that conference. They had pastors behind pastors behind pastors just waiting to come mm. up. And what that told us, it was interesting because it was mostly the younger pastors, primarily the 20s, 30s, and 40s, mm-hmm. that age group. They were so interested because a lot of them are homeschooling. A lot of them mm-hmm. have woken up. They see the writing on the wall. They hear what their members are saying coming into the con- you know in, into their churches and saying, sure. "Help us out." You know, we don't want to send our kids to this awful institution. Look what's going on. So they know. They're very astute. They they're seeing what's going on, and they wanted to talk with the guys behind the booth. And and it, my husband and the other three guys were on their feet for eight to 12 hours a day, just missing lunch, not even going to lunch because they were so stampeded. So that was the first thing that kind of told us, okay, maybe the time is is definitely right. Well, as my husband spoke with pastors on the floor, one of them in particular is from Washington State. In fact, Mm -hmm. we're going to be flying out there next week because um, this this pastor, he came up to the booth and he said, you know what, we've been talking about this for a while. Washington schools are off the rails. Mm -hmm. And 
He goes, we've been talking with other pastors that are in our area as well, and we want to do this. We want to set up a homeschooling community within our churches because we want to be the solution to that public school problem. And it is Mm -hmm. a problem. It's a big problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so my husband just last week got a phone call from that same pastor he met. He spoke with many pastors who said the same, same types of things, but this particular one called us last week from Longview, Longview, Washington Mm -hmm. said, um, Hey, can you guys come out and, and, and speak with our congregation as well as we're going to invite several other pastors from area churches so that they can see, how this works. And so we're going to take our PowerPoint. We've been going to churches and giving the PowerPoint presentation, mm-hmm. very turnkey. They, it's so easy just to kind of plug and play. You just plug this into the church and it, it runs itself. You're going to have a facilitator. You're going to have homeschool moms. It's parent-led. So the parents are doing the teaching, but it's all under the auspices of the church leadership. And that pastor is getting involved and being a part of it to the to the extent he wants to be. We have one church up here in Tennessee who's who's getting started and that pastor pulled me aside and said, "Look, you've got these theology courses on the platform. I I want to I want to teach the high schoolers. I'd like to do some of those." So even though he's an older gentleman, he doesn't have children that are little are being homeschooled anymore. His kids are long grown. He wants to get involved in the schoolhouse because it becomes the church's ministry. It's mm-hmm. not a typical um, kind of a co-op where you, you you bring your organization in and you set up and you the pastor's kind of left out of it. We're just kind of using the church building. Mm-hmm. This is their ministry. We tell them this is yours and no one schoolhouse looks alike. They're all very different, but you have mm-hmm. over 400 courses and get the parents in there and we're going to help you network with them as well and draw them out there. And we've been going to churches and just giving this, this talk and it's been overwhelmingly received. Just very exciting to see how, how well the pastors are receiving it, but it is turnkey to answer your question. It's very simple to set it up and it just has to do with the families that want to join it and the church that how much they want to get involved with it to the extent they desire. And then there is a template that we provide at no charge for the church and they can follow that or they can create their own, but it's very, very simple to use, very turnkey. Mm-hmm. So parents would come, let's just, let's just say, okay, they're, they're, they sign up for this co-op. So what, what are they committing to and what happens when they go to classes and how often are the classes? How are the classes taught? Right. So it's, you know, the the uh, the infrastructure that we've created, and again, it's just all suggested because we tell the churches, this is your ministry, but here's a template if you'd like to use it. And so what our template basically says is two days a week, two days a week. So the one we have, we have several going up in our area because it is a network. The more schoolhouses you have in various churches in a small vicinity, it's the, the better because it becomes truly a network where one church may not have driver's ed, but the other one does. One schoolhouse may have the pre-med program, the other one might have the pre-law program and so on and so forth. So they can actually interrelate and they can be enrolled in as many as they want. There's no charge for any of that. As long as a parent has their schoolhouseteachers.com membership, they're Mm -hmm. going to go. They Mm -hmm. can enroll in any one of them. But yes, it's parent-led. And so the parents get together. Um, There are a series of meetings that happen before before the fall semester, for example. So up here, we've got three or four that are starting up and we are having an an area meeting. As a matter of fact, a week from today, we've got a church that's opened up their doors for this big meeting and the parents are going to get together. We already have had several parents come forward and say, well, I'll teach homeschool zoology. Well, I'll teach American history. Well, I'll teach world history and so on and so forth. So we have a little bit of a base and you always will because with the homeschool co-op, once it comes in, the homeschoolers kind of like come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, good. Tell me more about this. You know, I can teach um, American lit, you know, things like that. 
And so that starts first after those first couple of meetings, an informational meeting and then an emerging tutors meeting, you're pretty much good to go. You publish the, the church schoolhouse list at that point of mm-hmm. the classes that will be held at that particular church two days a week. Now, you may have one church that says, well, you know what, we'll do it three days a week. We, we have the families for it, the interest for it the facility for it. We, we couldn't do that. We've had others. We have one here in Kingsport that said, you know what? I think we're going to just do one day a week. And that is totally okay. That's the mm-hmm. beauty of it. It's a network and you can uh, set it up the way you want to. Each each church is doing that. Okay. So parents are the ones who teach the classes. Um, mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's correct. Although we, okay. we do encourage the churches to get involved too, if they want to, to take a look at the classes and say, well, you know what? I don't have any kids that are homeschooled, but you know, I'm retired. I was a school teacher and I, my main thing I taught was, was, um, you know, geometry. So let me come in there and I'll teach that. I, I would enjoy it. We encourage that because it's sure. just an additional class. It's, but yes, for the most part, it's parent led. Okay. And so then you had also mentioned, um, Oh gosh, you mentioned something, a platform you have. What What is the one that's been around for a while School. that... Yes, schoolhouseteachers.com is the platform. Okay, yeah. and so what is that exactly? And how does, does that play at all into the, the co-ops or is that a completely separate thing? How, how does that work? Yeah, that actually definitely plays into the, the schoolhouse co-ops. Um, the platform itself has 430 courses, preschool through 12th grade, no holes. So you can actually take your child all the way through their homeschooling journey um, and even graduate them. There's tools on the on the platform. So report card generator, certificates mm-hmm. of completion for every course, lesson plans for the courses, um, quizzes, tests, answer keys, um, everything is there. Even a record keeping system and the GPA for the for the older kids, you have to keep mm-hmm. them running GPA, tracking sure. credits, transcripts, all of that stuff is included. So you literally just become a member of schoolhouseteachers.com and it's good for the whole family. It doesn't matter if you have two kids, 10 kids, 25 kids. It doesn't matter. It's for one right. family. And the, the grandparents are actually included in that family membership, even if they don't live in the household, because we're really encouraging grandparents to get involved with teaching and helping out with homeschooling as well. But it's it's an education platform. It is a complete curriculum solution, not just the curriculum, but the tools as well. So like we said, the report card generator and things like that. And so what you do is you take, we've taken that platform and we've said, let's homeschool together in community, in church schoolhouses. And we're using that platform. So everyone is using the same across the board curriculum. And you have the members of, of that community hold themselves together in these secondary meetings that you have, like the one we're having next week here area-wide. And they get they they determine from those meetings who will teach what. So they utilize the, cl- the course list from schoolhouseteachers.com. Again, there's mm-hmm. over 400 of them. And they determine what they would like to teach. And then you have what emerges, a, a class list, a schoolhouse list that can be published. Mm-hmm. And once you publish that list and get it out there, hey, this schoolhouse has driver's ed. Oh, well, this one over here has forensic science. You know, things like that, that people, they're like buzzword classes. Mm-hmm. They start to just, it's a stampede. They they come in right. and they want to to join to join up. So that's- so- Okay, so if so, basically the the curriculum that you're saying is provided is provided through that that platform, right? Um, so so parents have a place to go where they can get all the classes they need on every single subject, kindergarten through twelfth grade, using that platform. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And, but if a parent doesn't want to use the platform, 
and they just want to utilize the co-op, can they do that? Well, the whole co-op, because it's a schoolhouse network, it's Mm -hmm. all based on the schoolhouse uh, teacher's curriculum. So they're using that curriculum. Now, what we're telling with the churches and the families, there's nothing militant about it. So because of the the churches themselves being over it, if they create a schoolhouse and they've got the family memberships, the only only purchase price there is the the families have that membership to schoolhouseteachers.com, which is all the courses. Right. They can, there's a lot of flexibility there. So again, there's nothing militant where, where they're told, no, you can only use these courses and, you know, don't even think about bringing anything else. At the same time, the pastors kind of like the idea of just sticking with the schoolhouse teacher's curriculum because it's vetted. You know, it's it's sure, sure. worldview, it's Christian, no evolution. Right. And, you, and you, you might have a rogue, you never know. There might be a parent that, you know, they, they don't know better. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I actually, what I'm asking is, does a parent through their entire homeschooling have to use all of Oh no! Only that curriculum. That was my question. Like, if I'm, I'm doing, um, you know, Charlotte Mason something for, you know, our writing or whatever. Um, I can do that and still be part of the co-op and go to the classes and all of that. Oh yeah, and that's how most of the families will actually because that's our all of us with homeschooling. We we utilize so many different things. Yes, and we we actually we really encourage that. (laughs) Yeah, just kind of that eclectic thing. I just thought I should ask the question because a a parent might misunderstand and then just not pursue for sure based on that misunderstanding. So I wanted to be sure that that was really clear. Yeah, um, for the audience. So. All right. So, um, wow, that sounds pretty simple and and straightforward. So, um, so can you, uh, just to kind of clarify, you use different terms. Um, I'm specifically looking at the letter that you sent out. So you've got this, this would be called the schoolhouse network, correct? Right. Right. A, okay. school, a schoolhouse is basically a, a co-op. So the schoolhouse is the church schoolhouse. It's the co-op right. itself. But the schoolhouse network is all the schoolhouses that are in an area because they work together. They will allow each other to to go to, to various classes that m- might be found in one schoolhouse, but not another. Sure. So if a, if a family is signed up for that, they can be bought from one to the other in their area, depending on what their needs are for classes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly right. Very cool. Very cool. I'm just trying to make sure everything is super, super clear. Yes. Um, so that everybody understands. So there's um some information that you have um to some steps that I, I think is what I'm really looking for is first steps that families can take to um move toward getting this information to their pastors and elders and to their fellow homeschoolers and potential homeschoolers in their area. What 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 can you can you kind of take us through that? Yeah. Um what we tell people to do first is to go to joinschoolhouse.com because mm-hmm. it's going to give them um the information, the FAQ is there, like what is a schoolhouse? How does it work? All of that is right there. And even right. a link to the pastors is right there. So joinschoolhouse.com mm. and a pastor can be sent that link as well. And then he could click on where it says pastor. Um, and, and then he has his information as to what they would need to do in order to set up a schoolhouse in their area. But what was happening is that there's a waiting list there when people go to joinschoolhouse.com, there's a form at the bottom where people can put their name and address and phone and whatnot. And then they're basically on a waiting list and they're coming in from all around the country, New Zealand, 
last week. We mm-hmm. People are saying, where is one in my area? So we're compiling those and we're just getting back with, right now, because it's so new, we're saying, let's start one in your area. Because mm-hmm. here in Washington State, we're flying out there next week because they want to start a network out there. Here in Tennessee, East Tennessee, we've started one here and several are going up. But now around the country, we have all these people asking for you know, where's my schoolhouse? And so, and we've got pastors that are also filling out churchschoolhouse.com is, mm-hmm. is where the pastors are going. And um, so we're, it's, we're putting everyone together. It's so new. The network is just the new part of this whole operation. But it's sure. So I, so um, is there the potential for your system there to be connecting the parents in the area with the churches in the area that want to do that sort of thing? Exactly. That's exactly okay. Yes, that's why they're filling out those forms so we can perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Wow. This is just amazing. I am so excited about this. I was uh, reading some of the information to my husband. We were just sitting on the couch relaxing. I'm like, oh. I was like, oh. you know, I don't usually do that, but I was like, oh, honey, you have to hear this. You know, I mean, I'm not a, I, well, I can be a dramatic person, but I try not to be. Um, but I'm typically, when I'm sitting on the couch relaxing, that's not going to be me. But oh my goodness, I started reading this and I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> And I think one of the best parts about it is that it's simple. It's very simple. I I think this is what is really uh, ends up being sort of an obstacle for parents who are thinking about homeschooling is it seems complicated to them, you know, you know, choosing curriculum, taking, taking that responsibility on and all that they think that they have to do in order to homeschool instead of just keeping it super simple. They're so afraid. I think there's, it's, it's difficult because you know, back when you and I started homeschooling, we started homeschooling because we were running to something, not away from something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so many new homeschooling families with good reason, they're running away from something, but not necessarily running to anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where this really fills that gap, you know, where, okay, I, I know we have to get out of here we just have to run, you know, it's kind of like triage crisis. We got to get out of here. The bombs are going off, you know, it's like a war zone. Um, we're running for cover, but then what, what do we do? Because we, we have to continue moving forward with our kids' education and, you know, all of that. And I think the one thing that I really, you know, really just hope that parents are hearing and getting is that you don't have to be in a hurry. You do not have to rush this. You don't have to, you know, just take your time. Your kids are going to be fine. This is, this is not something that you have to make a whole bunch of decisions really, really fast. You know, that's right. I think, you know, I mean, if you were talking to a parent out there who was in that position right now, what, what word of encouragement would you give them? Well, and it's it's so fun. I tell a story sometimes that happened many years ago. We were at a homeschool convention and this was be- before the schoolhouse teachers even started, but this was, um, we had the magazine and we were just at a homeschool conference and we were in Georgia and a, a lady came up to our booth and, you know, we see these mamas that are, ha- they're pushing their strollers and they got their babies on their, mm-hmm. their packs and they're, it, I love it because they're, they're telling us we're going to homeschool. We're going to, this mm-hmm. is their first child in a stroller and they're saying, we're going to homeschool. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. that. I love that. But this one woman, this one particular lady, she was a little bit harried and she she ran up kind of breathless and said, you know, I, I don't know what to do because I've got my child and I'm starting to homeschool him. And I don't know, 
you know, what curriculums I should use. And I, she was just very, um, out of breath, you know, kind of right to this. And, and, and she looked at me and I, I've said, how old is your child? You know, what, what grade are, are they in? And she said, preschool. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I, I laughed. I didn't laugh at her, but I laughed with her. And I just, I put her ease. I said, listen, you don't need any curriculum. <laughs> Amen. No curriculum. Just get, you get, keep the video games away from the kids and keep all the nonsense stuff out and just do life with them. Mm-hmm. Serve together, be, cook together, play games, read aloud, so much read aloud, playing all the educational games. And she just relaxed. I think that that is what you, what you mentioned a minute ago is so common with the new homeschool mm-hmm. mom. They don't know any better. They're used to the public school system. They've been trained all their lives to think to, that they're not the expert, that there are experts only who can teach right. their children. And anybody right. less than that will, will fail them and, right. and destroy the child. And so they come into the homeschool movement, the community thinking, that they are already set up for failure because they're not a teacher. Exactly. And, and they relax. They start meeting people like you and they, mm-hmm. and, they, and they start to relax and understand, oh, it's not even about that. It's about discipleship. Right. It's about Absolutely. my relationship with them and, and them coming to know Christ. And it's just such a different thing than what they thought. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's so many myths, I think you met, you know, that, that, they, like you said, they come into this with, and it's, it's, I don't know about you. I I love being able to just blow those myths out of the water and, and bring that sense of calm because, you know, it's just, it is such a gift to be able to have children, to homeschool them, to spend that time with them. Um, and, and for me, I just often would stop and think, I sort of had this little ratio that I went by. Like if we're like 80% of what we're doing, we're enjoying and 20% is just perseverance, got to get it done. I can live with that. But right. anything less than that, I would step back and question, what do we need to let go? Mm-hmm. Where do we need to simplify? What do my kids, do we need a break? You know, there were so many times when I just said, you know, we're all just burnt out. And, and, you know, I don't know how we got there because I felt like our homeschooling plan was pretty simple and straightforward, but it happens, you know, for a lot of different reasons. And so just being able to know it's okay if we take a few days off and we just spend time together and do some fun things together because, you know, you're together a lot. And sometimes you just, you know, you start to take each other for granted and the relationships start to kind of deteriorate. And that's when it's time to step back and say, no, these relationships are more important than this curriculum. We're a family. We want to be a strong family and in order for that to happen, we have to prioritize accordingly. And so, um, and that's the beauty of homeschooling is being able to pri- prioritize, you know, your family life and what you want to do with your kids and, um, and and be able to just dump the rest and be content with what God has called you to as a family. So um, anyway, well, okay. So what we're going to do, moms and dads, if you're listening, we're going to leave links in the show notes for you. Um, We are leaving it up to you, depending on you and hoping that you will take advantage of those links and you will get the word out because, you know, it's um, beginning of... uh, it's it's well, it's towards the end of July now, and so um, school year is right around the corner. Not that 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 co-op can't be started in October or November, but um, you know this is a good time to maybe be getting the word out and maybe being able to get something in place for the fall or you know just slightly after the school year starts. So uh, we'll leave links in the show notes, and uh, we hope that this has been a huge blessing to you. And uh, Gina, I'm going to ask you to close in a word of prayer and make sure there's nothing else that you need to share. 
No, that's good. Let's, okay. Let's, let's pray. Wonderful. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, so much for this wonderful time that you've given us. And I so appreciate Dorenda's ministry, Lord. And I, I am so grateful that you have her here doing what she is, Lord, because there are so many people coming into this community, this homeschool community that that need guidance and they need good mentors and they need to hear good, read good authors and and hear good speakers. And Lord, I just thank you for raising those people up who, who you have chosen to do exactly that Lord for such a time as this. And Lord, I just pray for everyone listening to this, to this interview, Lord, that you would bless each and every one that their children would know you, that you would draw them tightly to you, Lord God, and that every single family here that's represented would be blessed by you, that they would sense your presence, Lord. Mm -hmm. Help them to recognize, Lord, that this is about discipleship. It is not about what they've been so accustomed to in the public school mm-hmm. system, Lord. It is it is about you. It is about this short period of time, this little window, Lord, that we have to influence our children and to introduce them to the Savior. And Lord, I pray that you would have a movement go across this country where churches would just open their doors, Lord, and mm-hmm. welcome these homeschooling families in and mentor them and teach them and the older moms helping with the youngers. And I just we just praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do and what you have have done. Bless Dorenda, Lord. Bless her ministry. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, moms, one last resource before we wrap things up. Um, Are you looking to give your child a well-rounded education while also ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining a Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families led by a trained licensed director. Families learn through Classical Conversations proven Christ-centered curriculum together in a community. With locations in all 50 states and over 50 countries, there's bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com slash Dorinda. That's classicalconversations.com slash Dorinda. 